Welcome. If you're wondering why this episode is called From the Vault, this is something <laughs> new that we're trying. We're taking the week off, and what we'll be doing is using one of our Patreon-exclusive episodes that was previously published mm -hmm. and releasing it in the main feed in order to, one, have something come out on this week since we're not going to, <laughs> yep. other than this, and also for people to kind of get a taste of what the Patreon lifestyle is like if you wanted to see the kind <laughs> of stuff that we do over there. This is a good way to check it out. And uh, this episode in particular, what is there's a series of, of these bonus episodes we do that we call... Uh, adaptation adjacent so it's usually like uh, we've covered something and either this is an alternate adaptation or it's like a sequel to an adaptation or an ex this this instance a prequel to an adaptation um, because this one is when we talked about the 2011 adaptation of the thing although it's not even an adaptation it's a prequel so it's kind of an adaptation i don't know it's messy yeah I mean, recently in the news, I think a lot of people have probably seen, I think Bloody bloody Disgusting was the first article, the first one I saw reporting yep. it. But basically, there were unreleased um, sort of manuscript or sort of another part of the story that, that Campbell had written. Yeah. And they're going to be adapting that. It's been unearthed. Unearthed. Like an alien. So they'll be, they'll be <laughs> adapting. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. it was from another planet. So <laughs> from, another, from another world. Yeah. So that's going to be coming out. Um, you know, maybe check this out in anticipation of that. Coming yeah. out, or the news of that coming out. Well, and, and people ask a lot whenever they hear about a project. They're like, "Oh, have you seen this?" You know, and this is one I get sometimes. Like, "Oh, have you seen the the 2011 version?" Um, you know, and there are people who who really enjoyed it, people who hated it. Um, we get into it in this episode you're about to hear. Um, this this shows you it's a little more more relaxed fit than our regular stuff, a little more loose. But um, it, I thought it was a good conversation, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. But we will be back with a regular episode next week where we're starting our Outsider coverage, The Outsider by Stephen King. So if you want to get a head start on your reading, definitely check that out. Um, but we hope you enjoy this. Welcome, patrons, to bonus episode seven, I believe now. We're going to try something a little different. We're going we're gonna to do a semi-review of a movie, which we haven't done yet, uh, which should be cool. I mean, I enjoyed watching it, so... It should be fun to talk about. I hesitate to call it a review, but we're definitely talking about The Thing 2011, which is a yep. prequel to The Thing. Now, I mean, going in, did we you watched know that it, it was a prequel? <laughs> we did watch it, yeah. We yeah. watched it. Uh, clearly, th there's a reason we're covering this as a bonus episode and not as hey, man, an actual this is, comparison I, episode. I, I think it's uh, it's open for whatever we want to talk about. This is, we're in the <laughs> bonus t content territory here, so whatever we feel like. Um, so I do want to say we, we put it up for a vote, and this is what won. Um, we'll continue to add, if we do this in the future, we'll try and add a few new titles. Um, basically like, you know, this is going to be a thing where obviously this isn't a beloved film, like a lot of the ones we do. Um, so we, we know that some people may even listen to this who haven't seen it. So that's, that's all, that's all good. Um, you, that's fine. You don't have to have seen it to listen to this episode. Going into this movie, did you know it was a prequel? Uh, yes, I did. I, I had been told okay. that I, I had seen, I've actually, I had walked into a room a few times and people were watching it. So I'd actually kind of seen a couple scenes i guess but i didn't really watch them um because like i'm the kind of person who even if i even if i don't feel like i'm gonna love a movie i still don't want to just walk in at the end of it and see something important so right. I, I immediately kind of like walked out of the room when i saw it that was on but i'd seen some stuff in the spaceship later like i knew that was going to happen um some of that stuff so but uh yeah i mean one thing that i do want to say very positive is that it was it was a lot of fun for me to kind of revisit the world of the thing like, and I mm. love that project. And uh, recently I uh, had a birthday party uh, 
if you want to call it that, at a at a this like game this like a game gaming bar in Portland. I had some like writers come out and we we all gathered around and and played uh, the thing board game. And uh, yeah. I mean, I just can't believe I said birthday party. That sounds like I'm like eight years old. That's funny. Um, nope, you deal with that. That's standard. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, we all had hats on and a cake now. Did you guys um, have a clown? Or? <laughs> uh, it was fun, though, because like in that game, it's the whole conceit is like some people are imitations, some people are humans, and like that kind of stuff. And, and so, I, I, of course, I was thinking of that while I was watching the movie. And I don't know. It just I love, I love this story, and um, it was cool to revisit it, but I, there was a point in which... I kind of turned on the movie. Um, like oh, I yeah. came into it open-minded, like wanting to like it, wanting to really like it. And then there was a point where I kind of turned on it, which we can get to, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what's what was your, had you seen it before this? Yeah, I've seen it before. So oh, okay. I'd never seen um, it. The, uh, um, around the time that this was going to come back out. Well, I guess I saw it again before that. But when this movie was about to come out, I was working at a movie theater and I was like, I watched the original and I was like, oh, come on, guys, don't let me down. I heard that there was going to be practical effects, mm-hmm. um, which I was excited about. And I was like, they could, they could do something cool here. Um, but I saw it in theaters. I was pretty disappointed, uh, to say the least, especially then. I was a little more savage uh, yeah. towards movies because I didn't understand, you know, all of the things that go into making a movie and all of the politics and everything. But yeah. um, did not enjoy it. Uh but watching it this time, I, I do agree with you. There are things that I that I enjoy. I like being back in the world. And I will say that I think that it gets, there's something, the CG specifically element of this movie. Everybody just kind of keys in on that and just like trashes the movie for that. Um, but I think there are other issues other than just the CG. Oh, absolutely. Movie. Yeah. The, the, the only problem with this movie is that I think that's a very easy thing for people to identify um, because that's a huge difference. You look at the original, it had no CG, like right. basically no CG in any of the monster effects at least. And in this, it was a combination. Um, you sent me, you sent me this video where it breaks, where it shows all the practical things they made, and they're pretty incredible, honestly. Um, well, so like, do you know the story of all all of that practical effects stuff? No, and tell me the story. Okay. So there's a studio called Amalgamation Studios that does special effects, and they specialize in practical special effects. And they uh, like creature designed. They did all of the, the all of the creatures that you saw in the movie. They designed them and um created practical effects and puppetry and they were they were basically doing the homage that everybody wanted to see towards the movie and what happened was the so the story goes that the director but people theorize that it's mostly studio input um people because because this the the director went from being all for practical effects and basically telling the the heads of the amalgamation studios that they only wanted to have practical effects in this movie and CG had no place there. Obviously, they knew that it was going to be aug- augmented practical effects. That was his stance starting at the beginning of the movie. And then and then at the end, we got to see the actual outcome of that. And basically, people say studio input caused them to um, basically put a CG layer over all of their creations. So the, all of the stuff that we saw in the movie was practical with just CG like layers over top of it. That's and basically re- just so completely taking away. Yeah. That's so frustrating because I, I remember seeing all, and when you sent me that video, I was looking at that and going, that was, that was a practical effect. Cause it looked like CG. And I right. thought maybe it was just really good. And, and you're, yeah, I can see that they put a layer over it, which is so frustrating because watching that video of like those practical effects look really good. And they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't and, I mean, like some of them obviously were made, were designed to be like to have a layer. Um, mm-hmm. Like they weren't colorized. It seemed like um, at times, 
I don't know. Uh, well, but, and some of those were also just test test footage. Like they were just testing. Yeah, out that's why I was saying I don't know if it was at its final stage when I saw some of those. But uh, yeah, that's so frustrating because um, this movie needed a lot less CG. I, I think that's the easy thing to say about it, um, but it is true. It's one of the things. This movie just doesn't look good, um, and the monster the monster effects just don't look that great. It they look okay, but they also like they. Even in the, you know, what is it, seven years since this came out, those those CG effects haven't aged well, in my opinion. Well, yeah. the I mean, any time that there was a, like, full creature, it didn't look quite as bad. But as soon as you tried to merge it with the human, which is exactly what the thing is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, as soon as you added those human elements, like, you've got the face on the creature at the end. Or, like, the merging of the faces, like, that stuff does not hold up. And, like, I'm sure it didn't, I, I don't remember my reaction, but I'm sure I didn't like it right away. I did like that the merging of the faces scene, regardless of how it looked. Um, I, I mean, I thought it looked pretty, pretty gross and pretty convincing. Um, that and 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 that was like one of my favorites, honestly, because it was like that iconic merged face um, from the original. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm of two minds. So my whole, the, my main point about this movie is, I understand the impetus to want to make the Norwegian story. It seems like it's like going to be kind of a mirror. You can use it as an homage and you can kind of like fill in a backstory that a lot of people have had questions about. And they tried to do that and they did an okay job at doing it. But part of the problem with this movie is I think that story is left best as 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 a mystery. I think the the I, whatever they could show us in the Norwegian camp won't live up to what we imagined it was like, and 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 maybe maybe a better movie could have could have pulled it off. You know, it's possible, but to me, this just falls short of like the craziness that I imagined was going on at that camp um, for for the majority of it. Yeah. So I mean, now we're getting into prequel territory where we talk about prequels, um, yeah. which is an, a whole other thing in and of itself. I mean, it's tough to make a prequel just for the sheer fact that you know where it's going. You know where this prequel is going to end. So that immediately undercuts some of the tension, some of the stuff that's going on, some of the mystery. Um, so the the thing being, um, we knew there was going to be an axe in the door. We knew we were waiting for the, the you know beats. When are they going to burn the body out out in the snow? We so knew Lars was going to live. Right. So it's like all of those things. We know that all of that stuff's coming. So we can see that telegraphed at the beginning. And then it's it's also like name a prequel that's like that really 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 holds up as like as good as if not better than the original, like the only one and it's funny because the only one that really comes to mind is some of the stuff that goes on in in the Godfather Part Two, which is prequel stuff technically. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Better Call Saul is one. Yeah, that holds up. Um, that's well. This is another. That's question. a TV it's show like, though. <laughs> people, yeah, true. People see, um, you know, people see The Hobbit films as prequels when really the hobbit was written first so the story was there yeah um and i don't know that there was the potential for that to be a solid prequel let's say prequel film or two yeah instead of three but uh yeah i mean it's, yeah, it's just tough to make a prequel so unless there's already like a strong no i agree amount. with you because the yeah like you said the audience knows so much going in so there's a lot it robs it a lot of attention but you could have done it with this movie because um you know, uh, what's our main character's name? Uh, Kate? It's, it's, or... it's, yeah, Kate. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. I mean, I, I guess we assume she dies based off of what we know from the prequel or from the other movie. Um, and she doesn't. 
Um, I guess <laughs> my 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 from my understanding of it, she doesn't die. She probably ends up getting to the Russians, unless which I was unclear about. Unless she no, because she gets in the 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 rover at the end and drives away, right? Right. So so she supposedly she possibly has enough gas to get to this Russian camp that we hear about, which is not the American camp that we see in the original movie. So there's a yeah. third camp out there, which is kind of frustrating because it's like I don't know, but it, but it's also it's also like they were playing with what audience expected, right? Audience expect everybody to die except for Lars. I mean, I guess let's run through it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, th- I guess the other major thing that I want to talk about before that is just the, the complete lack of characters in this film. There, there's like there's like three characters, and the rest yeah. are all a blur. Like I don't, I don't know. It's unfortunate. They're all just yeah. They're, they're all, all just huge. Norwegian part. number two, Norwegian number three, Norwegian number four. Oh look, Tormund. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was fun to see him, and in a, in a very different role. Pretty yeah different than we've seen him as Tormund. Yeah. It was cool. I mean, I think this, I mean, 2011, it must have been before Tormund, the character, was on Game of Thrones, right? Yep. Yeah, so, so yeah, he, was, he, was an, uh, he was more of an unknown when this came out. Yep. So that, I guess let's beard. talk about cast too because there are some great actors in this cast. I love Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. Um, yeah. No. And I will. Uh, I do want to give. And, the, yeah. Yeah. I want to give. I want to give her portrayal of Kate props. If, if that's what you're about to say. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. The portrayal and also, I mean, the, the, I would say something that I feel like the movie did do well is has had an, had a legitimately pretty solid uh, female character lead. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted more women. Um, there was because there was only one other woman and it was very like it was weird because the implication being that the Norwegians had this camp that had like 16 dudes and one woman there. Um, I just I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that does happen sometimes, but it feels like that would like if it's going to be a mixed gender group, there should be a little a few more at least. Right. Um, and. Because the idea that you're going to send her down there with 15 guys in to Antarctica just feels like kind of a bad idea unless you're going to, like, I don't know, mix up the numbers a little bit more. But maybe not. Maybe if everybody's scientists and professional, it'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's the – I mean, that's the – you would hope everybody would be professional and, and just, like, kind of – everybody would be equals as far as what was going on in the camp. But what I was going to say is the original didn't have any women. So I guess No, no, yeah. It's a good thing that like no, I'm gl- and I'm glad they did. I just I guess I just felt like they didn't go quite far enough because the other yeah. thing that was frustrating is the other woman, like I I don't know her role was so minor and so I don't know they telegraphed her being a thing. I thought pretty heavily, which mm-hmm. which was kind of like frustrating because part of the joy of it is how surprising it can be and and um they re- that one in particular they really telegraph go oh, yeah. over there and look for the keys and they were telegraphing it so much i thought that it was like a reverse like they were going to yeah they were playing with us but then it ends up she ends up being an imitation it was like okay yeah i don't know oh the other thing i want to say about mary elizabeth winston is just that uh this even though it was cool to have her character like that like you say i don't think they went far enough and also her the first scene of the movie well i guess the first the second scene of the movie yeah, yeah. Uh, w- where they're like going to get her and stuff is so contrived to me yeah no it's it's very tropey too it's the whole yeah. like you're a scientist and we found something and it's a mystery and we're gonna bring you but i did write down that i kind of like that trope when it happened okay like i'm kind of a sucker for that trope even though i totally recognize how cliche it is at this point well i just hated i think the thing that i hated was that as far as we knew for for any story that happened before this it was a norwegian base so it was their way of pulling in the americans so that the american audience would, oh sure would, yeah, you yeah. Know what i mean it's just like that's just that's kind of a bummer i don't know no yeah and then all, all the norwegians are speaking english 
for the majority of the movie, except for Lars. He's the one guy who like can't. So of course he's the one guy who survives. So he also telegraphs. If they had had multiple characters who don't speak English, then we wouldn't have known who the guy was who survives and goes to the American camp. But because they identify and they say this guy doesn't speak English, the first time you meet him, you go, okay, that's the guy who survives. Yeah, because it's the yeah. only one that makes sense for for the next movie. Uh, there was a little bit of the original. Of, uh, Norwegian speaking people like when they were when they were communicating amongst themselves there was a little bit no no but they but, all could also speak English and the, yes, the, yes. It, that character has to not be able to speak English for that scene to work right the, uh, we'll talk about this too but the the fa- the way that this movie connects to the first one is also not nearly as cool as it should have been okay just the way that it's tacked on at the end it's it just like we'll talk we'll talk about that but let's no, go no, back to the top hit me with so it just now, I mean I guess just the fact that the movie's ending uh, she gets away, and then they're mm-hmm. at the ba- they're like all of the conclusion of everything has happened. She's like going off on her own. The alien's not going to leave from that location. But then we shoot all the way back to the Norwegian, and as- also after the credits have started. So the credits have started. The yeah. movie's basically saying it's over. But here's a little thing to connect you right there at the end, yeah. and it's like the dog running out in the snow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I-, I would just always imagine something more exciting than the dog always being hidden in in the base because it's basically what they're saying is the dog is hidden in the base the entire movie yeah. and then it just jumps out and runs away at the very yeah end. you're right it didn't do anything like if we'd seen the dog like kill a couple people or something and then yeah that's true it was just kind of tacked on um yeah i mean i get that but um one of the, a couple things i wanted to point out that i that that rubbed me the wrong way first off i, I don't think this movie looks right for an 80 for for it's trying to portray, portray a 1982 time period to me there's something about it and i can't identify it. it was like it wasn't necessarily the clothing it wasn't necessarily like a particular thing in the set um there was a few times where it looked right but th- but there was a lot like i think especially that initial scene when we first meet um kate it felt like a modern dissection room i already i think i can i think i can nail, <laughs> I it, nail it, it down is, for man. you it's something I I about it you. okay tell me what so it is i my theory is that because what i immediately saw is um standard lenses standard lens choices for newer digital cameras right yeah so so you're you're going from a film that has that's shot on film with with wider lenses and stuff and use using art more artistic lenses people would say yeah um and going to something they're like let's keep the budget fairly cheap let's get good glass but let's not get like you know like anamorph i mean i'm sure they use anamorphic in here somewhere but let's not use like the most expensive like old what they should have done is gone and got lenses that they would have used around that yep. time period so, yeah period specific lenses yeah for, for yeah to because you got to replicate that same feel to make it feel right you're right and they should have done that um and, and it's a shame because a lot of it does seem like it comes down to budgetary stuff which is frustrating mm-hmm. um but yeah man that's so frustrating because if they had just shot it on different lenses and different cameras it would have looked so much better it would have looked more authentic I'm sure um, there was a there was probably a decision made. Somebody I'm sure somebody brought it up and said, wouldn't it be cool if we shot on the same stuff? And somebody was like, no, it's too expensive. Too expensive, yeah. Uh yeah. You shouldn't be making the movie then. That's the thing. You shouldn't be making this movie if you're not willing to do the things you need to do to do it right. Well, yeah. And then the other thing is if we're, if we're really in the we let's just keep going because I feel yeah. like we'll get to the story eventually. But yeah, the uh, the other <laughs> thing is um what was the one thing that you and I and Arnson really, really, really like harped on with the original? Do you remember? It's the practical what it was? effects. Is that what you're talking? Well, about? that that as well as the isolation, right? Yes. The 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 feel, the tone, everything about the movie, and like if you're gonna make a movie that's 
the thing it has to be that it's not about the creature as much as it is about not trusting the other humans and really yeah. playing up that are they aren't they and i just don't think that this had nearly enough of that well, we saw the creature way too early it was jumping around and flipping around it was big right away it was just it was too much too soon and i think they well blew their i load. mean when we first see the the creature in the original, it's the dog version that's kind of like shooting out tentacles and stuff. But it's so, got to be like 45 minutes into the movie when it busts out. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because they already they, have gone and seen the camp at that point, I think. Um, I just I think that it's just like it, it was a little too early. Like it was No, just I, like, I agree with that. And, and you're right. Um, the other thing I'll say is that they they clearly wanted to hit all the same beats. And once you kind of identified that that's what they were doing, it became very obvious and, it, and frustratingly so. They were like, well, we got to have a scene where they burn stuff standing in the in the ice. They got to have a scene where uh, there's a dog doing something weird. We got to have a scene where there's people walking through the hallways acting mysterious. And then we got to have a scene where they're doing a test and they're all standing around in the rec room. Um, there, it was too like it was too obvious that they were trying to hit all those same beats. And at some point, it crossed a line from homage to to just like unoriginal for me. Right. Like I wanted to see them do more original things. Now, I know they kind of do at the end with the whole spaceship, but like more throughout. Um, and, mm-hmm. and they 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 actually played a little bit with the blood test because um, the blood test actually goes down just like it does in the original novella. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, the 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 Joseph Campbell novella, um, it's the, it's the it's the uncontaminated blood and the versus the contaminated blood, and they were going to mix them, but then before they can start doing the test, it gets sabotaged. Okay, that actually is exactly yeah. how it goes down. In the novella, I didn't remember yeah. that from from the uh, original story. Yeah, so so that was cool. And then the, the other thing is like all the like spaceship stuff, because I'd read the original source material, I think it landed better for me than it would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Because there's so there's so little of that in the original, even though there is a spaceship and shit like that definitely happens. Um, but all this like high tech stuff um, was more reminiscent to me of the source because at the end of the source, I don't know if you remember, like one of them was like making a spaceship and like getting yeah. ready to fly away, and there's like a jetpack like, or something jet flying around a rune. Yeah, yeah. Now, not now whether or not that's a good thing, like that maybe should have stayed in the in the source material. It was there, so bringing some of that higher tech stuff in wasn't like unprecedented in the mm-hmm. history of this story but uh yeah I, I think i'm i'm also like i wanted to have more answers because i think you could have done a lot of fun stuff with with the this the aliens as far as like was the thing the creature that was piloting the ship or was the thing a virus that infected the creatures that were piloting the ship and i always mm-hmm. thought it was the latter mm-hmm. but i don't know if they really tell us that in this movie yeah, no, I don't think so either. That's another thing that I was wondering about is like, is that the the, the alien's true form that we see in the ice? Or yeah. is it, like you said, some sort of other... I always like to happened? believe that... that I mean, I guess this is very xenomorph territory, but but um, regardless, I always like to think of, of the thing as more of just like an interplanetary virus that takes over shit. Like, I don't... I, I don't know. I've just never really foresaw... Now, they do... It does seem to be able to like mimic cognitive ability so if they mimicked a creature that knew how to build a spaceship then it now knows how to build a spaceship which is pretty fucking scary actually when you think about it yeah um but my my point being that like it just seems like a force more than like a a, uh and it just wants to spread so i don't think it's like i don't see it designing a sophisticated spaceship in order to do that 
Um, it would be much more like a pod that's going to get me to a fucking place that I, so I can, cause I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think they need to like hang out and like shoot the shit in a rec room kind of thing. They don't yeah. need that. They just need to survive to get to a place to spread. So my point being that this giant ship seems like it was created by a different culture um, that was then attacked by the alien. Or by the yeah, thing. I like that more than what I thought. I, I just assumed that it was the alien ship, but I, I think that's I, I like that a little more to think that it stole that yeah. or built and it. And I thought we were it, gonna I thought we were gonna get a story. Knowledge. So when 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 she goes in and she sees that big pillar of like pixels, yeah, like I wanted Which also I wanted, didn't look great. I thought it looked okay. Um, it looked weird for sure, and but I wanted it didn't do anything. It was just there. To, like it could have, as far as we know, it could have just been a light in the room. <laughs> I well, wanted I think it, it was. Definitely uh, to say, like, you don't know all of what's going on here and you never will kind of thing. Like, look yeah. how serious this is. But I wanted, I wanted it to show us something, I think. I think that mm-hmm. was the spot where I wanted to get a hint of what happened on this ship. Well, you wanted, what you wanted was just Annihilation, right? You wanted a full scene of, like, like <laughs> no, <laughs> the crazy uh, dance uh, thing. Yeah, sure. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted th- this movie to all of a sudden be amazing. Because <laughs> 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 Annihilation is, an, uh, uh, both of our opinions, I think, an amazing film. So Yeah, amazing. Yeah, f- yeah, no, I mean, this movie is nowhere near that. I just wanted, I wanted something more there. Because, yeah. like, this, this movie feels very, like, um, I mean, and I'm not slamming fan fiction, but this movie feels like fan fiction to me. It feels mm-hmm. like somebody just playing around in a story world and not really adding much in the way of original, original content to it. Just kind of like playing with existing things and, and, and maybe being afraid to expand on the world too much. Well, yeah, I I wanted to go back. So, so something that you said earlier was just that you were touching on the fact that, that, it's basically the same thing. And I wrote that down. I was just, it's just too similar to the thing. They didn't take enough chances. They didn't do enough weird stuff. Um, that like that's what you need in a thing film is also just like weird interesting different stuff and they did a lot of the same stuff and i think i i honestly feel like some of that stems from the fact that they were like are we making a prequel or are we making a remake because yeah. remakes like rather than prequels and sequ- i mean prequels and sequels were relevant back then but it felt to me that they were like let's just remake the thing no you're right without- and naming it naming it the thing is like yeah. the first mistake in my opinion uh, because you're immediately setting up the 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 question for people who maybe don't know what it, what this movie is going to be about. Is it a remake or is it or is it a different movie? And I remember when it came out, I didn't I didn't know. I think that was a huge mistake. I think they meant to trick people into the seats, though, which is stupid. And, and that was I'm saying they shot themselves in the foot by doing that. Clearly, that's I what they so, chose yeah. to do. But I think it was a mistake because what you needed to do is name this something different. Name it the thing colon Norwegian camp or something something better than that. But <laughs> um, do something to identify that this is a separate movie, and then and then yeah, and then like oh you know the other frustrating thing, the poster or the the like cover of this movie is the guy in the snow with the long fingers that we saw in the original film. That right. scene never happens in this movie. No. Nope. What the hell? <laughs> Why is that just, on the like cover said, of this I movie? I think they were literally like, let's just market it as a remake and like also write it as a remake because everything's the same. Everything's predictable. Um, Joel Edgerton's character is literally just Kurt Russell. He like, Oh, I, ca- I called out. him, I called him low rent McCready in yeah. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is, it's crazy because like, I, and like, I like Joel Edgerton a lot. He's done a lot of great films, but this he's like underutilized. I guess it's before he started to really break out, but it's, just, it's crazy because it's like, they're like, he's a pilot. He's gonna go. He's gonna be out there, and he's gonna he's come back. He's kind of rough and, and tumble. Know. 
Yeah, he's gonna come out. He's gonna come back, and he's gonna have this. He's gonna be covered in ice, and he's gonna look crazy. You're yeah. right, man. They were just trying to hit too many of the same notes, and and especially with this character, they didn't make him different. They just made him a different, like a, a yeah, low rent McCready is what they made this character. Yeah. Um, and then he turns at the end. What what about the? What do you think about the 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 bringing in the idea of like it not being able to mimic non inorganic material? I do like that. I do and like the, that. the fillings and stuff. Yeah, because I thought it was kind of it was kind of clever because it, it addresses it addresses something murky murky in the original. Yeah, which is but I, I also I, yeah yeah. But I also feel like um, it didn't it doesn't hold the, that scene the showdown scene where they're trying to figure out who's who's what it doesn't hold a candle to the to the blood scene because oh of no that. because it's just opening your mouth and it's like. It's not. I mean, it's a cool way. It's a cool workaround, and, and it's a good, cool idea. I will say that the the teeth on the ground, solid. That's a solid choice to have the teeth on the ground, and then the, the reveal feelings, of the yeah. guy, the reveal of the guy in the helicopter that isn't acting like he's hurt, being the thing, was cool. It was cool, although it looked like shit when we yeah. saw his face. Like it looked terrible. Yeah. Um, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and you saw the practical effect of that as well. I know well. the that practical effect yeah. looked fucking good. Yeah, it but great. the 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 additional layer of CG that they slapped onto that made it look bad. Which oh my god, it just sucks. So I think I think basically they were like, let's CG this, CG this, CG this, and then they realized like we can't have CG and mostly mostly practical because it just clashes too much. So they were like, just make it all CG. Yeah, and so they should have done the other way. They should have said make yep. it all practical, and yep. you know, and then it would have it would have it would have benefited from that for sure. Yeah, man, you needed somebody to come in and say, I'm making this movie. It's going to have zero CG. <laughs> it's going to be all practical effects, or at least all practical whenever there's a monster. It's going to be all practical for every monster. You, you know? could just say as much as possible practical effects. Like, yeah. like, like people do it now. People people are starting to really find that balance, and it works yeah, much they needed, better. They just needed a better balance. You're right. You're right. Or if we use practical effects, I want, or if we use CG, I want it to be indiscernible, which is what, like... Uh, what happened in like Mad Max Fury Road, right? Where they use CG, but it was, they always tried to do it in such a way that it was kind of indistinguishable from real. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I'm all for that. And I think like, like um, I, something that comes to mind is in uh, the force awakens. Uh, do you remember when Ray goes and gets like that powder and pours water in it? And like this, like this, like bread pops out of this. It's like water and Vaguely. she's like swirling it. And okay, yeah. well, uh, that was a practical effect. And like that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. It's just mm-hmm. like a little tiny thing that's barely going on. She just pours some powder into water, and then it's stirring it, and then it like it's it was like a sponge or like a balloon or something like bubbled out that made it look like a piece of bread just like formed, and like I don't know stuff like that is just is exactly why I think filmmaking is so cool. Like the the, the special effects guys are literally wizards. Like I don't know how they even engineer that, let alone come up with it. Yeah. Uh. So back to the. So, so the similar story beats. Uh, the uh, the autopsy scene when it started happening, I was like, yeah, they gotta have a they gotta have a good autopsy scene in this movie. That totally makes sense. Um, and I was on, but then it was when they went to do the blood test. I think is where I really turned against the movie because it was like, okay, this is the they're gonna do a slight variation on the exact same iconic scene, mm-hmm. and they've already done that on like two other iconic scenes <laughs> and it started to get to the point where where it got frustrating for me and 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 I was really glad cuz I was worried that they were going to literally do the same test. She's like, "Oh, I have another idea." I'm like, "It better not be stick a hot wire in their fucking blood because that you're pushing it, you know? She, you're pushing I will it, say that that's the another thing that I noticed is that they ver- they they figured it out way too quick quickly. And I know oh, yeah. she's smart and everything, but that that took away a lot because like in the in the in the original, they were they took a long time to figure out 
a test. Well, and, yes, but I will say in both movies, the um, it was like I, I could buy it once, but buying it twice became a bit more of a, a stretch for me. Um, how quickly everyone just goes, oh, okay, yeah, they can they can completely mimic us. And and didn't like take a moment to to ask any questions like can they mimic our mimic our speech and our thoughts and our personalities and and and, and is it gonna, like how how well is the how how good is the duplicate I think is right. is it, and, and for some reason like the way that was handled in the original still felt better to me than well this I think one. to me I, I agree I think what it is is the fact that they're playing on the fact that the people were are suspicious of of each other whether or not there was a creature. You know right. what I mean? Like, like there, it's kind of like, even if that person's not a creature, they might be a danger to me. Well, and there's a little bit of that in this one with like the main scientist Norwegian guy who who's like a huge dick to to uh, <laughs> what is it, Kate? Uh, yeah. Early on in the movie, and then like the whole time she's giving him looks like you seem like a thing, regardless of whether or not you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's like they tried, but but it just didn't get there. You know, this whole movie is like a it's like a almost almost executed, almost executed, almost a good idea, almost good effects. You know, it's frustrating, and 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 you know, you got a good, you got a solid performance out of your lead. I, you know, and 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 Weinstein would go on to do uh, uh, the new that Cloverfield movie, which is my favorite Cloverfield movie. I love that movie, dude. Oh my god, yeah. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Highly yeah. recommend if if, you, if then, you're listening and you haven't seen that and you want to see yeah. like a a performance that's used well of hers. Ten Cloverfield yeah. Lane is amazing. Yeah, and it's aliens and like weirdness and and all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, you know, maybe aliens, I guess. That's um, what I was going to say. No, because yeah. it's like, the, I think my favorite part about that movie is that it's like not necessarily the aliens that are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part. Which, which, yeah. which, you know, implication of aliens, whether or not it's real, you know, it's, it'll be, you know, watch the movie, find out, I guess. Um, but the the other thing is uh, she was in Fargo season three, I believe. Have you seen? Yeah, with, you with seen Ewan that? McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, it's so good in that. Yeah. Such, such a good character. So she's awesome. Yeah. I, I love. Yeah. yeah, I think she's a great actress. I'm like, I'll watch basically anything she's in. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, her her breakthrough role was uh, Scott Pilgrim, right? That was, yeah, yeah, that was one of them. And I also I wonder, really did that, that come out before this movie, maybe? Might have. It did, yeah, it she did. seemed like she was, was younger in that. Scott Pilgrim was 2010. Okay, so she that was what made her big, and then, then she went on to star in this movie, probably. Yeah. I remember um, seeing her in um, a, oh, uh, Sky High. It's like a superhero high that. school movie. It's it's like I think it was before Scott Pilgrim, but yeah, she was in that. That was the first thing I saw her in, and then yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Well, and she's I know got that some movie. range. Um, she did she did as good as she was. I think she seemed a little bit. I don't know, maybe too young. I don't know what it is. Like something about in this movie. Yeah. I think she, I think for you, the role for the paleontologist role okay. they were trying to give her. I can see that. I think the thing that I that I realized about her performance is I was like she's still the best act, actor in this movie, but she realized what movie she was in pretty early on. She was like, yeah. "Okay, well." Well, here's the other thing. We know nothing about her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like all the yeah. characters, regardless of if they're the best character or not, are super forgettable. We know nothing about her character. What 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 do we know about her? Other than she the fact stares, she's a paleontologist and she's like clever at figuring shit out. She stares at the stars at one point and that was her big character moment. She could yeah. just stare up at the stars and I was like, yeah. And they had like a shoehorned in Bechtel test moment where it's like, we're going to have yeah. the other female character talk to her just for a moment so that we can check that box. <laughs> I didn't um, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, that, that I was so frustrated because it to me it felt like it felt 
inauthentic. I don't know. I wanted to see those characters ha- have have more of a connection, I guess. But I don't know if there's time for it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I wanted to know, like, if we needed to know something about her, which I guess, like, they're looking at the original and they're saying we don't know anything about any of these characters. But you don't yeah. need to because they're they 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 leap off the screen. Right. They they seem like real people. That's one of the best parts of that movie. Every one of those guys, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, they all seem like real people with interests and. You know, McCready th- pouring the whiskey on the the computer, and like they, they just all have like striking well, character yeah, it's moments. Like the, the cook, the cook is like on roller skates. It's just like everything. You got to yeah. give characters depth in whatever way you can, visually or quirks. What, and, yeah. That's the other thing. Oh my god, I forgot that I didn't even mention this. Is I know that a lot of the original was talking, but a lot of the stuff, a lot of the reveals and things to make us scared or to build tension was just dialogue that people were people were giving to each other. I just felt like there wasn't enough of. Uh, showing you know what i mean showing and not just yeah. like to everybody's dialogue telling you what, what's scary and what's going to happen yeah no i can see that i so the other thing i come back to is the the like actual final scene not the not the credit scene but the actual final scene um with kate and and low rent mccready um it was frustrating because i guess it shows me like if you think that you wanted at the end of the original movie to have to, for them to reveal who was a thing and who wasn't watch this scene and tell me that you're not wrong <laughs> yeah. because this scene it works so much better with a when it's when it's a mystery of whether or not the other guy well what's it childs is childs actually a thing is mccready somehow turned has he been turned or are they both things i think is the other question at the end of at the original right are they both turned and now they're they're both deciding to wait it out and 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 be found uh, yeah it's it's so they could have gone multiple ways with this and instead they went they went a way that leaves no ambiguity and yeah. ambiguity is such a big part of the end of this movie that it was kind of weird for them to do that i don't know mm-hmm. i mean like once again but then you have the problem of like if you do it that way is it too much of a of a of a, are you doing the same thing too much so I just think this is ultimately it was like someone had an interesting idea, but I think I think it was a uh, it was a ultimately a bad idea. I think this movie this movie ultimately wasn't built on a good foundation, and then it wasn't very well executed. Yeah, agreed. I think that I think it's unfortunate because I was I mean like like we said it would have been fun to revisit in a more pleasant way. Because yeah. it, it is a fun world and interesting creature. And it was so frustrating for you to send me that video and see how good the effects looked and then how po- how bad they looked on screen. It's very weird to me. Yeah. Just unfortunate. <laughs> I think this is the this is the, the movie a lot of people point to where it was like the breaking point of CG and practical effects. And everybody really, really started to get on board with practical effects and pushing really? forward in the industry and everything. So, I mean, if that's the case, I'm I'm glad that we got this. So that we could start to get back to some of that practical. Oh, and I got to call it one other thing. I, in the original, I felt like I was in an, in Antarctica. I felt very strongly like I, I believed my setting. In this movie, I didn't believe the setting. Mainly because yeah. early on in the film, I know the storm hasn't come yet, whatever. Low Rent McCready tells another guy, hey, go fetch me my stash. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And he goes outside in just like a hat and, and gloves, like he's walking outside when it's 30 degrees out in, in you know, where I live, <laughs> you know, in Oregon. Um, and he just goes out to go, like, rummaging for this for these booze. And I don't, like, Antarctica is fucking cold, guys. Like, come <laughs> on. That's the one thing everybody knows. I don't care if there are, are times 
where Antarctica warms up a bit. I don't care. If there's a movie. If, if there's if a it, movie set in Antarctica, you need to tell people you understand that Antarctica is the coldest fucking place on Earth. It is. Yeah. And somebody who's just going to go walk outside at night and not like fucking put on a mask or not like, I don't know, like not resist the fact that they're asking them to go outside. I don't know. Like think about think about uh, like the Hateful Eight. Like, nobody wants to fucking go outside in that storm because it's so fucking cold, right? Like, they're not in Antarctica, which is where yeah. we are in this movie, where it should be it should be fucking serious. And I, I just never, like, the cold was very, like, if, if we want to, like, the cold wasn't a factor. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the, in the original, it felt like it was a huge factor. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, if you go outside, yeah. you're going to die. Like, even if you try to get away from the thing by running outside, you're probably going to die out there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I really like... believe that, like, you're, you're going to get 100 feet away from camp and you're going to be fucking frozen popsicle. Right. Like, I, like that was kind of like the impression I got, and they just did not do a good job. It was like they, they, it was like they said, okay, when the storm comes, that's when the cold comes. But that's not really, not really how cold works. <laughs> um, often it's colder before a storm, or after a storm, or when it's like still out. You know what I mean? Often, like that's when it really drops. Mm-hmm. Um, the storm is just more like ice and snow and wind and shit. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I just never bought this, the setting, which is a huge problem for a film like this because it relies so much on that setting being, like, a big part of the ice. It's like if you watched Alien and you just never believed they were in space like or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, you have yeah. to believe – you have to buy in on the setting or you're going to not buy in on the movie. Yeah. Like, we, it's got to be that isolation. It's got to feel like full isolation. Yeah. And, yeah, it just felt like it was too – it would have been too easy for them to get back to the to the real world It's also – even when she's like, I can get to the Russia camp. Like, it, yeah, and it felt like people. It. Were, like, it felt like people were chilly. It didn't feel like people were like, oh my god, it's fucking freezing me to death out here. Whenever yeah. they were outside, I, I just never bought that. Whereas, I mean, look at how McCready looked when he came in out of the fucking snow in the original. He yeah. looked like a he had the ice on his beard was so convincing. And like, I know they had some snow in the beard on this one. It just wasn't the same, man. Agreed. I don't know. And they, the way they just left the two guys like tied up in the shed without any obvious heating element. They're just like, yeah, leave them out there. They've almost died from hypothermia, but they'll be okay. And then they're, they are like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm uh, frustrated with some of the logistics of the film. And, and, and like, yes, I, I grant that maybe I'm nitpicking more than I would have. But that's what happens when a movie doesn't land for you. You're going to you're going to it's going to start to pile on. And you're going to notice all these things that maybe you would have forgiven in a better movie. Yeah. It definitely is. It just snowballs all the way down. Um, and I will say, like, I, I, I do believe that this, this, it, it kind of unfairly gets a lot of, a lot of like hate just for the CG. And yeah. like we said, I think there are things to enjoy about it, but mostly it's not just the CG. Is my final thought. I feel like. No, no, yeah, I agree. And I think we've highlighted a lot of other issues with the film, and and you know whether it's whether it's you know poorly drawn characters, whether it's too many of the same beats, you know, not convincing setting. You know, we, we, we talked about it. Um, ultimately, this movie was a bad idea. And um, I, like, I can understand why they wanted to make it. But, yeah, I don't know. I think we've talked about it enough for a bonus episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, we did. I, I did like watching it. And, like, ultimately, as much as I, I've, I've been shitting on it, it wasn't a terrible movie. It just wasn't a good movie. It was a very okay-ish movie. <laughs> I think I'll say that it could have been worse. Oh, but sure. it's still not great. <laughs> and I almost like, I almost wish it had been worse though. Cause then it could have been one of those movies that was so bad. You know what I mean? Like it becomes yeah. good in its own right for, for being so terrible. Um, yeah. but yeah, it just, it just didn't land. Um, which like, I know some people like this movie and, and 
you know, that's true for any movie. But for us, it just doesn't hold a candle to the classic original, I think. And, and, and so whenever you're coming in off of something that's like iconic, it's going to be tough. And they just didn't do it. They didn't stick the landing on this one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know what what other uh, adaptation adjacent films you may want us to cover. We we've listed a few on there, but there's definitely a possible possibility that we haven't thought of some. Um, but we like to cover things that are like adjacent to an adaptation that we've covered. Um, but we also could maybe do like a video game movie or or like an adaptation from something else. I don't know. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, definitely send them in. We'll consider it and and. But yeah, well, hopefully you enjoyed this as your bonus content this month. We were trying something different. Uh, let us know if you want us to keep doing these kind of things or just go back to the to the news. We're open. Yeah, and uh, just to bring up something else is uh, sometimes when we're really excited about a movie and we're doing adaptation news or something, we might come in and talk about that as well because we did that for Infinity War. If you haven't heard that coverage, that was our first mm-hmm. one. So, yeah, anything that you would think that that uh, would be interesting for us to talk about, we would like to keep it somewhat adaptation related. But you know. Post it in the Facebook group. Do whatever you can, yeah. and, and uh, we'll we'll consider it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you guys want to send us questions or something, we can we can definitely address those. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's going to be it for this one. Uh, thanks for being a patron. You guys are awesome, and we really appreciate it. And you guys literally keep this show going. So you know, pat pat yourself on the back for us because uh, you mean a lot to us. Yes, thank you so much. We really appreciate it.